It's a comedy podcast brought to you by me. It's a crazy little thing called Love Dev, episode 81, Saving Private Parts. Welcome back to another episode. I apologize, it's been a while. Um, how did you find the last one I did? The Halloween episode I'm talking about. Um, it hasn't got many downloads. <laughs> Probably because it was annoying. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed doing that episode. I, I'm a big Halloween fan, you know. Funny enough, I don't watch a lot of horror films either. I don't watch any horror films, only horror film. Um, the last one I watched was probably my wedding film. <laughs> my actual wedding movie. <laughs> uh, I haven't even seen that for years, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, as Indians, Indians like to film their weddings. I know most uh, other weddings, Caucasian weddings, you know, Christian weddings, they don't really video weddings as such. I don't think I've met anyone who's actually filmed their wedding film, unless it's a little vlog, maybe, for Facebook, for social, mainly pictures. Probably is better off being a picture. But if we were to take photos, the album would be absolutely huge. (laughs) It'd be like the size of a Bible. <laughs> I mean, my wedding film is long. It's like three hours, maybe. I know, it's a long film. <laughs> and there's like four uh, CDs of it as well. <laughs> yeah, but in a good way, it's good to film it because then you get to see your, your relatives, the ones who've, um, you know, growing up. Or change, and you watch yourself, you think, oh my god, I've changed so much. <laughs> I used to look good back in the days. Yeah, so um, other than that, I've not really done a lot, so I'm not sure how today's podcast episode is going to go, but I have to keep it up to keep the algorithms going, you know. <laughs> I was in the top 100, I don't think I am anymore, I think I've been knocked out. I think I'm like in the dust. So if you found this by accident, congratulations. <laughs> and those of you who are still listening, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I've just basically been busy, really. Just gigging loads. Um, I've gigged everywhere. There's, I don't think there's a place where I haven't gigged. Did a gig down in London, actually, the other day, um, last week, um, for a little open spot. All right, not getting paid for it. But I thought, you know what? Not everyone knows me, especially down in London. There's a lot of comics in London, and they don't leave London. Believe it or not, those of you listening outside the UK, comics in London rarely leave their city because I think they get so many gigs, like the professional ones, can probably do two or three a night. I think it's like that in New York as well, I believe. So, yeah, I don't really see them. So I wanted to get a bit more known, you know. I went down to Hanwell which is in London, by, um, where is it by? It's by Hayes, that's where it is, Hayes and Harrow, down that, down that end. 
So, yeah, I mean, it was all right. It was a great gig. I enjoyed it. And we had some proper pro comedians, so I can understand why you only gave me, like, a little open spot. But from that, progression, that's what he said. He's going to give it to me. So next time, I'm going to do another a 10-minute spot. <laughs> and uh, I'll get paid for that, which is all right, and it will cover the fuel. That's the main thing. If I can get my fuel covered, I'm not too fussed. And then if there's further progression from it, I'm a happier man. So uh, over this weekend, I was supporting a friend of mine, actually, Wayne Beast. He runs a comedy club called Funny Bees Knees. And he like he puts on TV acts, like proper huge ones. So he has a proper um, event that he runs. But he was doing his own solo show called Record of Underachievement, I believe. That's what it was. And he asked me if I could support him, which was a really nice surprise for me. Yeah, I was well chuffed, man. So I'm glad I did, because I did three gigs for him, and uh, they were all great. But the last one, boy, what a gig. You know, like when the room is just full of energy and atmosphere. I mean, they were whooping and cheering like like Americans. <laughs> They were proper cheering, and I was like, this is the energy I need, and I needed that energy. Talking about energy, actually, <laughs> I had to turn my dryer off because it started beeping, and that and gets a bit annoying when the, when the dryer starts going, beep, 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 I'm ready, beep, beep. I'm like, oh, go away, mate. Can't you see I'm recording a podcast? <laughs> so, yeah, basically, I just grabbed myself a can of energy drink, Shouldn't really be drinking these things, should I? <laughs> I mean, it's not the best thing for you, is it? But I try and drink the ones with zero sugar. And I don't really drink other drinks, um, apart from water and a bit of a beer here and there. Oh, I had a house party yesterday down in Bilston for my brother-in-law. He's basically bought a house. I think he's been there for about two years now, and I haven't been down to see it. So he invited everybody over, and luckily it was round the corner from last night's gig. It's about ten miles away, so I could I <laughs> felt a bit guilty. You do feel guilty, you know, when somebody invites you to something, and you want to do something else in between, and you you, you start feeling guilty. I was guilty, man, because you know I dropped the family at the house, and then I was like, right, I've got to go to a gig, but I told him in advance, of course, and he was like, mate, do just do what you got to do. <laughs> he was sound with it so yeah i ended up you know going down to the gig and then going to the party afterwards and we had some mad crazy drinks man you made this thing called jungle was it jungle juice jungle juice yeah yeah like a cocktail um it was just a box full of alcohol <laughs> mixed with lemonade and and uh fruit juice <laughs> yeah the memories but yeah so that's what all i've been doing now there's a lot of other stuff i want to talk about i mean as you all probably know those of you um who watch the news or listen to it the nhs have been forced to take the vaccine so i've got to have it now <laughs> i can't get away with not having it now, to be honest, I don't really want it. Not because of conspiracies and all that stuff. It's just, I'm one of those blokes who, I mean, I rarely take a paracetamol. Sure, <laughs> you know I mean, 
And even then, if I, I mean, I thought about taking one this morning, and I thought, nah, you don't need it, man. Just, just, you'll be all right, and I'm absolutely fine now. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't like take. I mean, it took me ages just to have the flu vaccine. So you know, <laughs> I mean, what well, I think, I think the thing is, it's because it's too soon. You know, it's come out really quick. The the um, what do you call it? I'm just going to turn off my internet because I keep getting messages via WhatsApp and it's annoying me. Yeah, uh, what was I talking about? Yeah, the vaccine. So, yeah, I just basically, you know, I'd rather wait until there's been proper research and, you know, it's 100% safe, then I'll probably take it. So, I mean, I had the flu vaccine, like, last year I had it. And um, I was absolutely fine, you know, and it's been around for a while. So I thought, yeah, let's give it a try. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, I don't know what to do. So I want, I mean, I've got a family to support, guys. You know what I mean? Kids, wife, cat, mortgage, like the rest of you, you know, we've got to pay our bills. And the only job, I mean, I could probably do other jobs in my life, but care my care industry that's what i've known most most of my life and it's what i've been doing for ages so and i would say i'm I'm a very experienced carer you know what i mean i work in different wards work with different age groups different uh complex needs different mental health issues so i'm a skilled i mean i don't want to blow my own trumpet but if the nhs uh tried to force me to take it or you know, refuse me to work there. They've lost a good worker. And there's a lot of us out there and there's a lot of people out there in the care industry who don't want to take the vaccine. I mean, they're fit and well. You know, I understand you might catch it, you might pass it to your patients, but it's hard to say. I really don't know. I don't know what to say. Who knows? Maybe I'll take it in a couple of weeks. I've got until April, those of you outside, um england we have got till april next year to get our jabs so maybe i'll get it in january i don't know <laughs> we'll have to see i'm in a bit of a trouble basically and i <laughs> i know a lot of thing is like if you put it on facebook now i'll put it up on facebook that i don't want it and um i get other comedians messaging on it and commenting like you know, fan, uh, just with some like, all right, they approve of it, they're happy with it, but mate, get off my, get off my profile. <laughs> don't message things like that because I don't need to hear it. You know what I mean? I don't need it. So thank you to the ones that didn't message me on there. Don't need to hear your stuff. Basically, that's what I'm trying to say. Don't need to hear it. Well, yeah. Anyway, let's crack on with the show. There's got to be some other stuff out there, you know. There's got to be something out there that people need, like help. Yep, you knew it was coming, didn't you? I think we should do a No Stupid Questions. Man, it's been ages since I've done a podcast. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy little thing I love to. Right, let's see who needs my help. Right, so I found a question on Reddit, the No Stupid Questions forum. And this one, like, I've read the title very quickly. And I can say, yes, it's happened to me. 
but I don't know if he means it in that way. Right, you're all probably wondering, what are you talking about? Today's non-stupid question was posted by Freebird Yoke. And his question is, and before I say it, it's actually got 25.2k likes. <laughs> his question is, how many people have been within 10 feet of a cow? <laughs> Now, I don't know if he means a cow as in the animal, right? The one that gives us milk and goes, or he means as in the female species (laughs) or somebody very big. Now, before I read the next bit of his question, I can answer that by saying, yes, I have been within 10 feet of a cow. For about three months, (laughs) I used to work in Bristol, right, many moons ago when I was young. One of my first jobs, actually, away from my house. And uh, I used to be a a security guard, right, for um, a supermarket, an Asda, a Walmart, part of the same group. Where where we used to stay, I used to stay like in a, it was kind of like a and b but I shared the room with like, 20 other people. <laughs> so I I used to have to cross this field because it was it was in a village basically. And I used to, I had to walk to work from there. And we used to cross this field like a proper farmer's field and I remember <laughs> seeing cows on that field and I'm not going to kid you I used to be scared. I was absolutely petrified of uh, walking across that field. The best time to walk across the field was when the moon was out. Because <laughs> I could see where I was going. But back in those days, mate, a cow would look at me and I think, oh my, is it awake? Is it asleep? Do cows sleep? <laughs> I like. I mean, do they sleep standing up? I don't know. I think they do. I don't know. So yeah, uh, that that so my answer to that one is yeah I have been within ten foot of a cow, and not just the one like loads of group a herd of them. <laughs> That's probably one of my biggest memories in my life of fields whenever I see a cow. So I want to see what he actually means by this question. He's put I told my girlfriend that I've never been within ten feet of a cow, and she said I was weird. <laughs> like what percentage of Earth's population has honestly been within ten feet of a cow? <laughs> uh, so I think he means an actual cow now, doesn't he? I thought he meant like in the female way, but no, he means an actual cow. So he's never been in front of a cow. Has he seen a cow? I'm guessing he's seen a cow on TV or in pictures. But he's probably not never been to a farm or a zoo. <laughs> an animal zoo, a farm zoo, shall we say. You know what I mean? One of those places. Not an actual zoo. That would be weird, wouldn't it? If you went to the safari park and saw cows in there. <laughs> Just roaming around. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, Birmingham's got quite a lot of farms, especially like where I live. 
Um, so I live in the north of Birmingham and we're kind of more or less on the border of Sutton Coalfield. And uh, there's a lot of like farms nearby. So, yeah, I do get to see cows now and again. But he's never seen one. Absolutely shocking. I'd like to know what other people think. He says, more than I could count, someone said. Rainbow bread, this is. More than I could count. Maybe you should do a poll. I'm actually curious now myself. <laughs> In effort to deter unnecessary comments, I'd like to clarify that I've been near more cows than I could count. I didn't mean more people haven't been near cows than I could count. <laughs> Somebody's asked if they uh, if they could make a poll on it. That's good, isn't it? So they've got a poll about this question there. Uh, Spidey fan, they'll do another quick read. I replied no, but I'm honestly not sure. I feel like I must have been at like a farm or something at some point, but he can't remember. What is wrong with people on Reddit? I still say OP is weird for keeping this precise statistics in their head, but of course I've also decided to imagine their encounter as OP randomly blurring out, by the way, I've never been within 10 feet of a cow. <laughs> uh, I don't know what people are saying, basically. All right. I knew I'd seen this question before, but it was giving me the deja vu. Whee! Somebody's done a joke. <laughs> giving her the deja vu. Very good. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to read anymore. Have you, has anyone actually, any of my listeners, have you ever seen a cow? Any of you never seen a cow, should I say? Right, okay, cheers, thanks for telling me. <laughs> Leave a review if you enjoyed that cow bit. <laughs> I know I did. Yeah, that, that that was today's No Stupid Question. I won't read any more. It was a weird one. I only wanted to read that out and to tell you my experience about seeing cows, like, in the wild. <laughs> in the wild. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Actually, have I seen cows in the wild? Even though I'm laughing about it, I've seen buffaloes. Do they can they class as cows? Because occasionally you'll see buffaloes walking around in India <laughs> on the streets. Man, they got more they got more power than people. The cows have. If you hit a cow in India, mate, that's it. You've had it. <laughs> you'll get mobbed for doing that. <laughs> So, actually, yeah, I have seen wild cows. What am I talking about? Yeah. Oh, you can class them as cows, can't you? They're the same thing, aren't they? <laughs> they give milk and all that. Yeah, I've seen, um, I've seen, I've seen horses in the wild. Yeah, I've seen that as well. I've seen that in India. Um, I've, seen, I've never seen a snake, though. I was trying to think what else. I've seen a lizard. I saw a massive lizard the once. It was absolutely humongous. It was a beautiful lizard, though. I thought it was a toy. <laughs> My cousins dared me to go and walk up to it and stroke it. And um, I did, and I walked up to it, and then it moved. And, uh, yep, I almost pooed my pants. <laughs> Not going to lie. Since the last podcast, um, Sheila was on holiday, do you remember? Uh, you've, um, I had the week with the kids, and uh, it was all right. Um, I think we started missing after like the fifth day. <laughs> the kids were like really, really missing her. Like, I think the cat was the worst one. 
She just kept meowing like she's going wee wee. Just walking around the house, going up, going upstairs, going downstairs, running out in the garden, looking to see where she, to where the mom is. <laughs> she was worse than the kids. And I told my missus, I said, I think the cat misses you. I've got this weird feeling. It just she doesn't look right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> I think it's because my missus is. Probably the most person who she spends time with in the house, because obviously I'm out at work, the kids are at school, so they've got a special bond. (laughs) So yeah, she missed her really bad. But um, now I fancy doing a holiday, I don't know when that's going to happen, but I could do the lovely holiday. I've got a friend who's actually emigrated to Turkey, Uh, I got a message off her today, and uh, she's loving it. (laughs) She said it's proper hot. It's like in its 20s, I think. And uh, she's on the beach chilling. What a life, eh? <laughs> uh, wish that was me, man. Chilling out like that. Yeah. Oh, well, one day. You never know. But, uh, yeah. So, um, oh, I've got to mention this one. I've got a... Well, I haven't got one. There's a um, a book that's been released. It's called All Puns Blazing. And, um, oh, I haven't got it with me. Let me go and get it. Hang on a minute. So, yeah, um, I've got the book now. Yeah, so basically it's a book called All Puns Blazing, as I said. Um, It's the best British knockout jokes. Now, this book was created by a chap named Jeff Rowe, who runs the Leicester Comedy Festival. And because of that um, COVID and all that, and last year the festival was obviously cancelled, um, it's one of the oldest and longest-running comedy uh, festivals in the UK, and it's my favourite. I've said it many, many times. It is my favourite festival. Yeah, they've created a book. Um, it's all puns. There are loads and loads of different comedians who are featured in there, including myself. <laughs> so, yeah, there's great people on here, uh, such as Albedino. There's Zara Barry, Adele Cliff, Tony Cowards, lovely guy, Henry Dorr, Pauline Eyre, Frizz Frizzle, Masai Graham, Sean Hegarty, Kevin Hudson, Leo Curse, Colin Lego, Ian MacDonald, Kat Malari, Laura Monmouth, oh, there's so many, Rob Thomas, Chris Norton Walker, Darren Walsh, what a great comedian he is, Paul Savage, Stevie Vegas, oh, mate, the, the book is filled with puns. So it was created to support the festival. Every um, book that gets sold gets donated towards the festival. And not only that, it is a Penguin book. It's an official Penguin book. You can buy it from all bookstores. So just search for All Puns Blazing on Google and you'll find a link to buy it. I think you can get it on Amazon. Those in the US uh, or outside of the UK, around the world. I know a lot of you listen to this podcast uh go and buy it i mean it's not even that expensive and you'll have a book with my jokes in there some of my jokes that everyone has donated like i mean the front page is from one of my closest friends in comedy masai graham he's a legend and he's one of the finest writers in this industry at the moment his jokes are on there it's on the front page it says my umbrella is useless in the wind as it turns out, <laughs> that's a great joke. 
Yes, so there's so many jokes, and here's one from Adele Cliff. I saw Fred and Wilma smoking a joint. They were getting Flintstoned. <laughs> it was a yabba dabba doobie. <laughs> what a great joke. I mean, there's so many. It covers all types of topics. So we got chocolate. we got uh, the royal family. We've got babies. we got health. Oh, there's there's loads and loads of different there's automobiles, um, music, hobbies. Oh, it's just full of puns. I mean, I'll see if I can find one of mine if I can. Uh, let's have a look. Is there one here? Okay, here's one that I put <clears throat> in the book. It's to do with exercise. So my Pakistani friend is taking self defense classes. He calls it Karachi. <laughs> that is a terrible pun. <laughs> I'm surprised it was even in there. Uh, here's one from Joseph Murphy. The Brighton and London Marathon promoters are enemies. It's a long-running feud. Nice little wordplay there. Um, let's do one on Europe. From Richard Pulsford. Russia is having a closing down sale. Everything must go. What a great pun. So, yeah, ch- check out that book. Like I said. It's called All Puns Blazing and um, available in all bookstores and I'm in it, which is amazing. I know. And they sent me a copy, so that's really nice of them. Yeah, let's carry on with the show and let's do a weird new story. Yeah, I bet you can't wait for that. So here we have it. Today's weird news story comes all the way from United Kingdom. Wee. Uh, this is... <laughs> soon as I saw the title, I was like, I need to know what's happened. So this today's story is NHS nurse who claimed she was secretly hypnotized at work, causing her to fart against her will. <laughs> L- loses lawsuit after she was sacked for refusing to see a psychiatrist. <laughs> so this is an actual nurse. He's trying to get money off the government. <laughs> because she's been farting, letting wind off uh, at work. I, I need to know what's happened. So a nurse has unsuccessfully tried to sue the NHS after claiming she was being secretly hypnotised at work. <laughs> I need to know who was doing it. To force her to uncontrollably break wind. Sandra Sampson, shout out to Sandra Sim- Sampson. <laughs> or is it Exandra? Because she's got an X. It's not Sandra, it's Exandra. Exandra? Okay. <laughs> I think she needs to sue her parents for giving her that name. Anyway. <laughs> so Sandra Sampson, we'll call her Sandra, insisted she was suffering from unwelcome gastro. Tentinial disturbances at work, including flatulence. <laughs> A tribunal heard she also claimed she was being possessed. Oh my god, does she work in the mental health? You sure this wasn't a patient? <laughs> so she was claimed she was being possessed, her private parts were being attacked. Oh my god. And she was gaslighted through the use of low frequency sound waves. She's lost the plot. How did she become a nurse? (laughs) 
I mean, you got to do a degree to be a nurse. You know what I mean? <laughs> or are they just giving jobs to anyone now because no one's taking the vaccine? We probably that, ain't it? <laughs> so Miss Sampson blamed the perceived paranormal experiences on poor heating and ventilation at the hospital unit she worked at. I'm not sure if the cold actually makes you break wind. I know it makes you want to go and have a wee. <laughs> but th uh, that doesn't sound right to me. The staff nurse at Ealing Hospital in London self-diagnosed herself as being the target of ideomotor phenomenon. It's a little-known hypnotic concept which is said to make people make movements unconsciously. <laughs> I think I get that before I get on a gig. I need to, you know, let one out. The acute medical unit nurse described it as extremely bothersome when she sent an email at work in April 2019. It claims led bosses to become concerned about her mental health and they referred her to an occupational health team. <laughs> I bet that was a first for the occupational health team. Because <laughs> you can go off sick, right? If you've been injured at work or something, or you know, you've something's happened in your life, Aki Alpha will help you out. I wonder what they thought of her. <laughs> Miss Sampson said, I would like to report an unobserved pattern of likely inappropriate use of a hypnosis ideomotor phenomenon in my NHS workplace. <laughs> in the last three months, I've worked in the Department of Experience of Symptoms, which I think is related to the above phenomenon i'm a healthy individual and does not have any past medical history you probably have now but recently <laughs> i have had a various symptom including headaches breathing difficulty a feeling of getting choked oh my god where'd you work on a roundabout <laughs> and gastrointestinal disturbance basically just getting spasms and flatulence whatever that is <laughs> All these big words for me. This also includes having slurs similar to that of being possessed. <laughs> I've also noticed that this is some of my patients and colleagues at work. Really? I bet she's been going around sniffing around, have ya? <laughs> I bet she has. It becomes extremely bothersome. No, extremely bothersome and a distraction at work. It involves a feeling of being attacked in various parts of the body, including that. Of one's private part. <laughs> Is this a joke? <laughs> Which feels very inappropriate, she said. <laughs> oh, you could have made this up. I understand that control is achieved in this phenomenon which an altered state of consciousness and a poorly controlled thermoregulation, which is the heating, <laughs> and inadequate ventilation. The ward is located in the basement of the hospital. Oh, that's, that's her issue, isn't it? She just can't be bothered, because she works in the basement of the hospital, right? <laughs> and she's got wind problems. There's probably no toilets down in the basement. So she has to, you know, walk all the way up the set of steps to get to the toilet. <laughs> that could be it. And the area is set up for this purpose. Right, she uh, she thinks she's in the basement and they're doing weird experiments on her. 
<laughs> You're a nurse, Bab. What's wrong with you? Oh, my God. I've also noticed I'm being subjected to significant stress anxiety. That's probably why you're doing it, which I think makes the subject control easier in this process. So that giving her anxiety and feeding her some weird stuff through the ventilation to make her go and give a funny feeling in her private parts. <laughs> Saving private Sandra. That should be a movie. This is in the form of excessive scrutiny. I'm presented with excessive complaints from colleagues, <laughs> which are most trivial and made a subject of a performance management program, which is not necessary. Oh my God, this goes on forever. The frequent mention of the names of acquaintances by my colleagues is also another way of causing anxiety. In brackets, apart from this being an example of stalking behavior. <laughs> She's getting stalked. <laughs> She's probably getting loads of like wind fetish freaks. <laughs> oh, this is this is great. I'm glad I picked this one. They're also using gaslighting. Oh, but you got to be careful if they're using gaslighting, and you're and you're and you're dropping out wind. You know what I mean? <laughs> Through the use of low-frequency sound waves, recently I have seen a van in the parking lot near the area where I work that carries out what appears to be audio equipment. Could be the BBC crew, bab. <laughs> That's who it could be. Miss Samson also claims she suffered similar hypnotic experiences at her home and wrote to the National Hypnotherapy Society in a bid to back up her claims. After she told bosses about her bizarre experience, which included hearing comments from the TV and radio, she was referred to Oki Health. I think there's something mentally wrong with her. Because she's saying she can hear voices now through the TV. I don't know, I don't know what to say anymore. Bosses at London Northwest University, the Healthcare Trust, right, were concerned about her mental health. Yeah, there you go. And repeatedly sought professional help. Three different doctors saw her, with two deeming she was unfit to work, and the trust repeatedly tried to get her to see a psychiatrist. <laughs> However, Miss Sampson insisted she was not mentally ill, and refused to see the psychiatrist, claiming she thought she was being experimented upon. She suggested she was electromagnetic radiation sensitive, and dismissed one diagnosis of psychosis as incorrect. Miss Sampson was then suspended. <laughs> then she got sacked. So she's not even there now. In December 2019, were refusing to cooperate with the psychiatric help, with the trust saying there was no other option than getting rid of her. <laughs> so this is why she lost. Oh, now I get it. She tried to sue the trust for unfair dismissal and disability discrimination. <laughs> But lost her case at Wadford Employment Tribunal Centre. So the employment judge Oliver, shout out to the judge, Oliver Hymans, admitted the tribunal had no idea what Ida Monitor phenomenon was, as he ruled the trust did not discriminate Miss Sampson or unfairly dismiss her. Judge Hyman said her boss did what they did, purely because of what they perceived to be impairments to her mental health exhibited by her various statements. 
<laughs> and there you go. That was today's weird news story. That was all right, man. I enjoyed that one. <laughs> wonder if Sandra Sampson is still letting off wind. <laughs> oh, dear. That was absolutely hilarious. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that weird news story. I thought that was fantastic. And it just come out today. Even better. Yeah, there you have it. That was today's episode. Um, yeah, apologies. It was a bit late, but you know what I'm like. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I'll do another one next week. Other than that, yeah, keep the reviews coming in, guys. Yeah, click on it, like it, share it, give me five stars. You don't know how much that helps. It really does. Uh, yeah, I'll see you soon. Take care for now. Uh, 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 uh.